0: Hey everybody, it's Pastor Nick and Pastor Kim and this is your 30-minute burn brought to you by Firehouse Community Church. Alright guys, again excited about the subject matter. You don't know what it is, but I do. Pastor Kim does and we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Sit here in silence. No, we're actually we're going to talk about prayer.
1: Yeah. So
0: here's the thing about prayer. Uh, it's one of my favorite subjects if not my favorite subject, period. True. Um, the prayer, the prophetic, intercession, like all that. Anything that surrounds praying, I'm happy with. That's that's my that's my zone. Um mostly because it's it's the it's the lifeblood of the believer. You know, it's uh without prayer there's nothing. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's talk about prayer. Because people think prayer is a lot of different things and they ride on the coattails of other people's prayer and think they have a fantastic prayer life. And I want to talk about what prayer actually is. Yes. So, guys, I'm going to try my very best. So this is our second attempt recording this. (laughs) Why is it our second attempt? (laughs) Because within the first 10 minutes, probably like six minutes. Five minutes minutes. Six minutes and some change.
1: <laughs> I
0: think we had talked about the tabernacle and we had gone into...
1: Pastor Nook took you into the outer gates, the, uh, the courts. Yeah. Uh, he took you... Three.
0: I did a lot. I did a lot pretty fast. So I'm gonna try to try to smooth this out over the next 30 minutes. We
1: gonna let it burn. we yeah. We just gonna let it burn
0: a little slower. Slightly. Because this is more like, not burning, this is more like a nuclear bomb. That's <laughs> <of> infer- <laughs> <laughs> what it was. It's like, <laughs> so... So anyway, so we're going to talk about prayer. So first of all, let's define prayer. What is prayer? And so, Pastor Kim, I want to just ask you, um, because there's a lot of ideas about what prayer is. But I want to ask you, what would you say is the biblical understanding of prayer?
1: Prayer, like prosuka, Like, prayer is...
0: Did you just bust out the Greek?
1: I did. I didn't even call it Greek, though. I was just going to let people were gonna <laughs> be like, what is she saying? And they weren't even going to know what I said. Why
0: don't you say it so they understand the Koinos Greek
1: of what prayer is? <laughs> prayer. Prosuka. No, no, really. Prayer is it is actually the oration or it's the place of prayer. Sometimes you hear people talk about the place of prayer because that's actually part of the definition. Um, but it's really loosely defined as that which we are speaking that is addressed to God mm because there are so many kinds of prayer and because prayer is meant to be very organic and personal and intimate. And there are, and I know Pastor Nixon can get into this, but there are many kinds of prayer. Mm -hmm. Prayer is that connection, that communication with God. And then there are other things that are not prayer, but there are types of prayer, meaning faith is not prayer, but there's a prayer of faith. Atonement is not prayer. But there's a prayer of atonement intercession is not prayer intercession is a thing but there's prayers of intercession making intercession a type of prayer so you know um but prayer in itself is sort of that baseline um there's a prayer of supplication which is when you're asking for something um so we can ask for things outside of praying but when we ask god for things it's a type of prayer and i think it is really important because for some people that's the only kind of praying they've ever done in their life it's like show up and give god their most recent list like santa claus you know but every day and so it's it's really important because when we see jesus talk about my father's house shall be a house of prayer for all nations for all nations he's talking about this place by the place way that, what, where Nathan- people
0: a nations is ethnos
1: mm. Yeah, not all the kingdoms, Talk about <laughs> as whatever. in all countries, but all nations, as in all families of the earth, or all all ethnicities, all ethnos. Um, By we'll, the way, he was dealing with racism. <laughs> we'll just come. <laughs> and he's saying, everybody will come to my father's house and seek him and communicate with him and, and commune with him. I think maybe even pulling that word out of communicate is important. And in the bomb that went off, you know, one of the things that you were talking about right away <laughs> <laughs> was the the element of intimacy implicit in prayer. Yes,
0: because that's really what it boils down to, right? The issue is that people, for the most part, find prayer to be, um, like you said, a list of complaint, or need, or desire. God, I need a husband. God, I want a new job. You know, God, I'm, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain right now. Like, all those things, by the way, are important to God. They're important to his heart. But that is under the catalog of sub- supplication, right? So we have to begin to understand that prayer in and of itself is intimacy. So the prayer closet, right, is an intimate space. That's why he says, whatever you pray in secret, I will reward you openly. So there's so you we have to begin to understand that prayer principally is what you talk to the to the father about by yourself. And let me let me also distinguish the father, because we pray a lot to Jesus. But we need to understand the function of Jesus. So even Jesus says, if you ask anything in my name, it shall be done by my father in heaven. So we have to understand that Jesus is the avenue by which we go to the Father for what we have need of. And so when we begin to commune, we commune with the Godhead, Mm. right? We commune with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's intimacy with the Godhead who is God. Who loves us? Who is desiring to be with us and commune with us in, di- in, the, in the unique personalities of each expression of the Godhead? So there are moments where my intimate time is where was where the Holy Spirit is telling me the mind of the Father. Right then, there's time where there's times where my elder brother and my Lord and Savior Jesus. By the way, people skip the elder brother part a lot about Christ, which I don't know why because it's so great. But my elder brother and my Lord, Jesus, I sit and I have communion with him and I talk with him and I get to know him in his way and how he adores the father and he teaches me how to love the father.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's this element of blessing that every Christian I know wants to live in. And there's this realm of prosperity that people want to reach. Now can I just say really quickly that we can have an idealistic notion that says that we're going to reach a plateau where we're on a level where there's no more difficulty. We don't really have to work anymore. Like there's no labor involved. We don't need faith anymore because we're as wealthy as we could possibly be. False. <laughs> and all our friends are perfect. So there's no more betrayal or lies. I mean, we just kind of build up this idealistic notion. I just in felt like Dwight life. right there.
0: I just felt like Dwight. False. False. <laughs> Bears. Bears. Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica.
1: <laughs> the Office. Check yeah, it out. If you don't know
0: about The Office, yeah. I don't want to know you. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking.
1: But, um, uh, yeah, American from my London friend. Technically, that was Jim Halpert. Yeah. But American. you know what? It was
0: okay. He was it imitating was, It was
1: all about the way. So, <laughs> But the point is, you know, we get that. We get this thing in our head. And then people get really offended with God, you know. And if you don't know God as a an actual being, a person with an opinion and a heart and a, an agenda and then check out our previous thirty minute burn on Jesus is right <laughs> and learn about him as a person. But but in the context of all that blessing and, and, and because we are right. We we about having an inheritance, about there being blessing, but we're blessed to be a blessing to others. Yes. And as we oh, want to enter into that level of being blessed to be a blessing more so, um, you know, we have to be hearing from him. We have to be receiving, um, creativity from God. We got to let our imagination be impregnated with the desires of his heart. And so when Jesus says in Matthew 10, 27, what I tell you in the dark say in the light mm-hmm. and what you hear whispered proclaim on the housetops mm. that is done in the context of prayer
0: yeah 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 yeah.
1: you know while we're in that intimate exchange that's why that's how we hear a whisper <sighs> in the dark that we declare in the light
0: oh that's that Oh, you just ba- explained the nature of prophecy mm. that's, that's basically what you explain the nature of so you know can I just can I just talk real fast yes because now i'm getting all excited my juices come on now come on so so we so here's the thing like I, i everyone when i when you read that to me i hearken to samuel and the mountain of prophets so samuel had a mountain where all where his prophets came and they they hosted the presence of the lord okay so here's the thing for all those that are uninitiated read the book of samuel both books um, but in one of the books, I'm not going to tell you which one, I'm not going to give you the coordinates, but there, there's <laughs> David's running from Saul and he, he he hides himself with Samuel in the mountain of the prophets. And what's going on is that. Um, Saul goes to run after David to kill him in the mountain of the prophets but gets so overcome by the presence he can't do it and he actually begins to prophesy so much so that people think he's a prophet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is about the Old Testament and prophets but a lot of them get naked and I don't understand that. We're going to have I need to ask <laughs> Jesus about that. So because the scripture says <laughs> and he stripped, right? I don't know if they had his loincloth on, I don't know, but there's this a yeah. lot of th- like David danced through the streets naked. Like I, there's a, something about prophecy, Wait, Jeremiah.
1: The Jeremiah. The yeah. Thing. There's a lot yeah. of that,
0: and I, I need I need to ask Jesus about it because I understand being naked and unashamed and the whole deal, but
1: it's a little I, unclear. It, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. Need more revelation.
0: Yeah, yeah need more revelation on this particular <laughs> subject matter, um, nudity in the prophetic. <laughs> Next thirty minute burn. We are not suggesting At that all. anyone you know.
1: Please do not twist. This was our sarcasm. My words. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: um, however, when you find Saul prophesying, what's happening is he's overtaken by the presence. Not because they were all prophesying; they were worshiping. They were in the place. Of worship and prayer. And so that's what was going on. What Samuel was teaching the prophets was how to maintain presence, which was prayer and worship. And so when you read that, I think of the mountain of, of the mountain of the prophets, and every single prophetic voice that I've ever heard that has been accurate and consistent in the body of Christ has all said the same thing. It is prayer and it is worship. And that is mm-hmm. and that is the principal key on how to maintain presence not to ask for stuff like all that stuff comes like even when you even when you break down and examine how Jesus you know when they said teach us how to pray and he gives us the model prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name or holy is thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth earth, as it it is in heaven." heaven so we already have the first this first stanza of establishing who God is, he is holy, and his will on earth as it is in heaven, which has a whole other context that I wish we had another th- hour to talk about. You know, then he goes into stuff, right? So he goes, on earth as it uh, that come, that will be done on earth as in heaven. Uh, Give us this day our daily bread, so he's only worried about today, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. He's talking about forgiveness. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory now and forever. Amen. So even when we go into how he teaches us how to pray, he's talking about establishing intimacy. That's the first thing he does. Our Father, Abba. He is literally calling for his father. Now, in 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 the context in which this is being spoken, this is not this is this is not done.
1: Mm, yes.
0: This is Yahweh.
1: Right. It was considered sacrilege.
0: It, yeah. He's he's saying Abba father. This is not this. What he's establishing is a sense of intimacy. Like I, you need to know him as Papa. He is your Papa. Adore him as Papa as Papa God. He is. Yes, he's Yahweh, but he is Papa and he loves you. So our father who art in heaven, he's establishing location now. He's not he is above you. He's over you. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The establishment of His will and His alone is something to be sought after and desired. And so, before before we ever get into our need, which is only for the day, like listen, we have we need to eat, feed us. You know, that's basically all He's asking for. And and He and, and but the whole purpose, the whole desire, the whole point, is that Papa, I just what. You and you alone, your will on earth as it is in heaven. You are holy and good. I, I I view you righteously. I view you as you ought to be, seated in heavenly places, peering over the balcony of heaven. Lord, I love you. Father, I love you. Show me your will that I might participate. Show me your will that I might be your servant, that I would assist you in whatever way you desire. And so and it's, it's just from that place of yearning for the Father's will to be made manifest. That's prayer. That's prayer. Above all things, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Just please make sure I have food for the day. You know? It's like that's where it happens. That's where the power is. That's where the hunger begins to be stirred. Because all of a sudden, God gives you a piece of himself. And that's what I don't think people understand about the divine exchange. What you're exchanging is less of you and more of him. It's just less of you and more of him. And so you get to die a little bit more. He gets to live a little bit more in you.
1: I think one of the things highlighting in what you're saying is humility, is the role of humility in prayer. Oh, well, yeah.
0: Well, the scripture says he resists the proud. (laughs) Mm. so heaven resists you (laughs) so guess what Mm. you are not getting in if you're proud
1: not being as successful there coming in with arrogance but there is is something you know Jesus says that we won't even really enter the kingdom of heaven unless we come
0: as a child
1: like children like teachable little children moldable shapeable and so when we come in prayer there is this sense of sincerity and genuineness and yeah openness that we have to come understanding that he is above all i love that you went to the model prayer it starts our father yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right away he's above our father who art in heaven that i receive your love i receive the relationship you've called me into i am identifying myself by who you are yeah and you are exalted and above all
0: is you can't call him father if you're not a son or a daughter. And that's and that's and that's what we it because then it becomes identity based. Right? Mm-hmm. It's identity based it's identity based prayer. I I am approaching like a son. I might not feel like one, but I am one. And that's where and that's and that's and that's the that's a, and that's a real thing. Yeah. Like here, here's the guys, if you want to know if you want to know a, a real secret to praying, if you really want to get into the nature and the power of prayer, you need to shake off every little bit of an orphan spirit you might have. Because th- when you pray from a deficit, when, you pray from, when you're praying from a place of not really accounting him as father, but as, but as an overlord who, who loves you, You'll never really get to to the place of understanding about who he really is. Now, it's not that he won't serve you and bless you and, and give you things because he's a good God. But you'll never really understand who you are in him and who he is in you. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And only a son or a daughter can understand that. Because you have been seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So you are literally in two locations. You are, you, you are not operating as a human any longer because you are now a new creation in Christ. See, we're going to get a little bit deeper here for you guys. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand you are just abiding in a fleshly skin right now. You are just abiding in a, in a bag of flesh with an eternal spirit who now belongs to the Father through the Son. And so this means you have access to two realms that you didn't have access to before. Because you have the blood of the lamb, you now have access to heaven that you didn't have access to before. And now you get to participate on multiple, multiple dimensions. And so the only way you get to know that is through the lens of a son. Because the father says, come up here, son. Yeah. Sit on Papa's lap. Let now, me show you some things.
1: Now, let's talk about that because that is the source of power in prayer. Yes. It is the source of privilege of, of being able to pray to God yes. and be in relationship with him. Ooh, and say that is, again because
0: prayer is a privilege. It
1: is a privilege. And yes. it is it is because of the redemption mm, yes. through Jesus Christ yes. that we have that position Uh, because and I know we just briefly talked about this in the previous podcast but we must understand the significance of praying first for intimacy and right relationship with God like this is our identity this is the way we were created to be from the beginning yes and also so that we can do what he gave us to do from the beginning yes because in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth and he formed man in his likeness and image he was meant to have dominion. He was, mm. man was given dominion and the image and likeness of God. That means man is representing God on earth
0: my, 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 with my, my, all my, that my.
1: weight and authority and dominion Ugh. and power in the earth. It's
0: too much for him, boo
1: No, no. It, listen, open your mouth wide and receive. <laughs> okay, the 30-minute burn now. We burning. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's true. You know, what God had, had done through Adam, so much power in his mouth. Mm. That he named all the species on earth. Yeah. 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 So much power in his mouth that he even had been entrusted with the dominion to the level that he could give it the the rulership of the earth to someone else. Listen, hence the devil saying to Jesus, you know, bow down to me and I will give you X, Y and Z. Yeah. And oh, hence Jesus saying of the devil, the ruler of this world, because until Christ took it back, he was the, the serpent had become the ruler of this world. Come
0: on. It's because the truth.
1: Adam had been given that much authority. And so here comes the last Adam, the second Adam and the last Adam in Christ, who at, because God was so dedicated to mankind being the the ruling authority on the earth mm-hmm. that he. Came the only begotten Son of God in the form of man to redeem man, mm. and now it's been returned to the hand of a man. Yeah, that man who yeah. was also God was also the begotten of God, Christ Jesus, who the raised, only one worthy
0: to open the scroll.
1: The only one worthy, the head yes. of all things concerning the church. Yes, but here we are, if as believers in Him, with His blood in us, with His life come on, in us, come on, talk and He's it. called us into the place of prayer again. Like Adam in the beginning. Look what he's put in our mouths. In the
0: cool of the day.
1: Look what he's put in us. Restoring the image and the likeness of God in us. Through the intimacy of prayer and connecting with him. Come on. And then waiting on us to intercede Mm. so that he can do what he desires to do in the earth.
0: Man, why you got to... Why you got to just on, get you gotta, why you got to get it all Come on. Gotta, all right.
1: Longing and desiring to move in the earth but waiting for a man to intercede so that he can release what he wants to release.
0: That's the thing that people don't understand. Without your prayer life, nothing moves. That's what people don't understand about prayer. It isn't about your stuff. Come it's on. about what God's will is in the earth. And so, okay, here's the thing. If People always say, well, how come there's people that are hungry? How come God doesn't feed them? God has fed them. He's charged us to feed the poor. That's the thing. He gives us provision to be able to feed the poor. The fact that the poor aren't fed aren't on him. It's on us because we haven't done it.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that God is still looking to man to govern the things of the earth. Oh my gosh. Yes. And looking to man to call for him to come in when we seek, when yes. we need his intervention. Oh girl, you go me Listen, man, listen, I
0: did this last time. I was like, body blows. Oh! So listen, that's the thing. This is the thing. Men and women of the 30 minute burn. Listen to me, please. <laughs> the earth has always been designed for man to rule. It is only because of the fall of man that God had to intercede with his Son so that we might be able to come back into dominion and take the earth for what it was supposed to be, our inheritance even when he returns it is us that is to rebuild the earth with him, if you think heaven was just to be lazy you're wrong, the work still continues even after he comes back, we build we build and we build and then when the nations are built we worship and we pray and we thank God for eternity, when I tell you the beauty of eternity far exceeds anything that we can think but you have to understand that it all starts with prayer the participation with heaven is prayer if you want stuff to happen pray and the governance of the earth has been given to man you want to see the, the poor get 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 fed feed them that's what the scripture says yeah. but if you want a mountain moved pray in faith
1: come on come on so the lord is actually giving it to us yes and where people are saying, if God is good, then why are these bad things happening? Mm-hmm. There's actually a perverse deception a pr- yes. taking place. That
0: is, the, that is one of the principal things the enemy has done to the church. He, they ha- he has convinced the church that bad things are happening because God decided to move.
1: The very serpent who introduced <laughs> sin is now blaming God.
0: Because that's his job, that to accuse. That evil things
1: are taking place.
0: His job is to accuse. How, 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 how crazy is this? Evil things are happening because of the evil of men's hearts and the participation of the demonic. And God is to blame. Mm. Are you serious? That makes no logical sense. No logical sense. That's, that's fear logic. It's, it, yes. Yeah. Because God has given every source of deliverance. Everything is already a, has it's, it's literally a free gift. You want deliverance? There it is. It's right in front of you. Go ahead and open the box. Yeah. Yeah. But it's your fault, God. I'm not going to open the box. It's not God's fault. He's like, I give, I'm give. i giving
1: you freedom. Right. Because see, pain has a logic. Oh, doesn't it? Listen. Fear has a logic and pain has a logic and their demonic logic. They don't line up with God's word. They don't make sense in light of eternity, but they seem to make sense in that very second, in because time. they
0: love your flesh and your flesh loves it, it is a lover. You know the thing about pain. Speak. This is I'm, I am a man acquainted with pain. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what I know about pain. It will justify your actions, mm-hmm. and you can do whatever, and it'll be like they deserved it.
1: Yeah, it's it and it, it will make you hurt yourself. You yes. know There's a phenomenon that happens amongst abused people, like. It, particularly for uh I I've only I've never had a, a man confess it to me, only women. But you know, I'm a woman, right? Where they will be raped in the context of uh someone they know and then go back and sleep with the same person willfully. Somebody right now is probably dropping off like falling off a couch. Like, how'd you know? Because in the the logic of pain, yeah, if they can go back and do it with their will then they would take back the power from the time it was a rape. Yeah. Pain logic Yeah, doesn't actually make any sense, but it does in the moment when they're in pain and there's not another voice speaking. Mm. And we got to realize a lot of us are using pain logic and fear logic to try to relate to the God of the universe instead of letting his word speak to us coming and letting our experience Mm. come and bring false judgments against him. And see, that's the thing. Time and prayer deals with that. because we can bring all of those emotions, the pain, the fear, the experience, everything and lay it at his feet. And if we can just believe that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, we can just believe that in coming his truth will overcome whatever deception we may have received. Then he'll move us forward and. The prayer can become once more about intimacy with him and not about us venting our emotions, yeah. but that's gotta be the thing. The prayers gotta be about intimacy with God, not about a way to escape our emotions or gain an exit from them
0: or a way to conquer. Ooh. That's a whole other problem. People will try to use prayer and intercession as a conquering tool as if we are the conquerors. Here's the thing. It says, it says we are more than conquerors through Christ. More than conquerors. What was more than a conqueror? A king. Hmm. The Bible says we are kings and priests. Yeah. So what is a good king? What is a good priest? And all these things only come through the place of prayer. Our job. Here's the thing. Can I just? Can I just? Can I just be real for one second? Just I mean, like I ain't been real, but you know, like, like just give me a moment to just express something. There is. God wants our heart. That's it. Everything else he does. Even even if it's through our obedience. And part of the reason why he wants our heart is for our own sake. So that so that we know that we're in trusted hands. Like we're in trustworthy hands, I should say. Because when he asked us to do the sacrificial offering, It's one thing to give an offering. It's another thing to give a sacrificial offering, something that costs Mm -hmm. like everything. Mm -hmm. Like for us moving to Kansas City where we had no money, literally we left with everything we had in a car. Mm. Like that was a sacrificial offering. Jesus said, go. You know, whatever it is, whatever the sacrificial offering is, that actually means something to the Lord. And he wants to reward us openly for those things. But we have to know in faith It has to be done in faith. That's why he wants our hearts. And the only way to get that is in prayer.
1: Yeah. You know, just even as we're wrapping up, we're coming up to that 30 minute. There are some of some of your friends, some of your family, maybe even we ourselves have tried to understand the word of God, the scripture, and have found it to be hard, almost as if closed and unable to be understood. And often the issue there is prayerlessness. Mm hmm. If the scripture becomes the centerpiece, the centerpiece of conversation, of prayer to God, then it can be opened up to us. I don't know why I'm saying I just felt led of the Lord to say some of the issue with not being able to understand the scripture is that you're not actually engaging with the author. You're not reading it for intimacy.
0: Nor do you understand his language. And that's why the word is so important. We don't forsake the word. He is the word.
1: Mm-hmm. So we have
0: to know the word. We know the word, we get to know him, and that's how we understand him. All right, guys, that's your 30-minute burn. We love you. We hope you enjoyed uh, this particular podcast on prayer. There's going to be a ton more about intercession and all that other stuff in the future. If you want to know uh, about any particular subject, please let us know. Please let us know. We probably won't Firehouse do it.
1: Firehousecommunity.org.
0: We probably won't do it, but we will pray about it. And if we do, you will get a shout out. I promise. We gotta I stop promise.
1: saying that because nobody sends anything.
0: Listen, LaDrea, we were going to be talking about how to deal with fathers and mothers because you asked.
1: Oh, look at that. Amen. Look at
0: that. See that? We're going to give you a personal shout out. We love you. Bye. Bye.